Sudscast, beer reviews, and attitudes. Hey everybody out there, you got DC Thompson in here, joined as always by the glowing... Brit? We got Brit. <laughs> I thought there was more there than just glowing. No, nope, there, there was just glowing. That was it. Because <laughs> you are glowing, because for those of you who are just catching up with the Sudscast right now, Brit is pregnant. We are entering into the third trimester, the final trimester, heading across that finish line. How many days left until the baby comes, Britt? 88. 88. Wow. Not a lot of time left. No, you better get going. We got to, like, knock everything off the bucket list we wanted to do before we had kids in the next 88 days. I guess you better plan that trip to Dubai. Yeah. Thailand. Trip to Dubai. (laughs) Going to Thailand. Hot air balloon. You know what? To save time, we could just hot air balloon to Thailand. Yeah, I'm sure. And that, that kind of takes care of two at once. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We are, of course, here in the 5 8 studio just above Suds Brewery. And, Britt, can you let everybody out there know how they can get a hold of the Suds cast? Sudsbeercast at gmail.com or Instagram, Suds underscore cast. Yeah, so hit us up there. We'll post a lot of media about the episode today and previous episodes. We have pictures about uh, the beers we're about to have. Now, this is a his and hers episode. No special guests today. And as it's a his and hers and as Britt is carrying our little Suds baby, she will be having a non-alcoholic beer while I will, of course, be having a regular beer. Now, beer, Britt. Now, Britt. Yeah. Which beer, which non-alcoholic beer do you have over there? Klaus Toller. Klaus Toller Original Non-Alcoholic from Radenberger Group. This is a German non-alcoholic beer. But mm-hmm. we picked this up in the local LCBO, just in Guelph to here around town. $2 at the LCBO. Britt, you want to crack that open and start pouring yourself a sample? Cracks. Yeah, that cracked real good. It's pretty yellow, like light, clear. Yeah, kind of looks like a regular lager. Good carbonation there. What do you got there, Drew? I have a special gift that you brought back from Florida for me. Really, okay. my brother. Yeah, so brought you, it. <laughs> you brought the, you bought these for your brother, but he didn't drink Mm-mm. all of them, or he bought them and then he brought back two for you. Oh, okay. Oh, so thanks to your brother Sam for those. So I have Invasion Tropical Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing Co. from Tampa, Florida. I'm just going to crack this bad boy open. All right, let me Got it. pour this out, see how she goes. You're not going to be able to tell whose is whose. Better keep her separate. Yeah, they do look kind of similar there, don't they? Yeah, quite similar. Yeah, so mine's a little bit darker than yours is. Um, cheers, Britt. Cheers. Now, as I said, I have the Invasion Tropical Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing Co. out of Tampa, Florida. Tampa! Yeah, that's how they say it. That's how they say it down there. Well, you would know. You you weren't in Tampa, but no. were you even close to Tampa? Uh, I drove through it because we went down to Clearwater. So oh, okay. We, I, we, I think we drove through Tampa. Now, this Invasion Tropical Pale Ale, it has it's made with Mosaic and Simcoe hops dry hopped with those two hop uh, varietals it's it's pretty good it kind of has like a bit of a taste of uh almost like a mass produced sort of tropical pale ale or sort of dry hopped pale ale but it's decent it's like palatable but i would say this is sort of they've taken something 
from what I can taste so far and like they've taken something interesting like a tropical pale ale and sort of made it more palatable for a mass audience that you can sell mm-hmm. in, in their grocery store and things like that. How's your how's your Klaus Toller original non-alcoholic? Uh, it's a little sweet. Yeah? Yeah. Do you find that that's like the it's sweet? A sweet. Do you find the European non-alcoholic beers, they tend to be a little bit more sweetness? I think so. It tastes more sweet and maybe weedy. Wheat, yeah. Than the non-alcoholics you get here. Right. Like the non-alcoholics you get here taste like, you know, like a Coors Light just without the alcohol. But these don't quite. They're a little sweet. And it must be the wheat or something. Yeah, the Klaus Toller. I think it's just a differentiation of style like European Well, there's lager. no wheat in it. No, it's only got barley in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't really know where that comes from. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. But I have noticed that some of the non-alcoholic beers they from Europe, they tend to be a little bit more on the sweeter side, a little bit more malt forward. And I don't think this has any alcohol. I mean, all non-alcoholics, I guess, don't have any alcohol. But this one I don't think has any at all. Yeah, I noticed that on the can. It doesn't say, usually it says like less than 0.5% yeah, or which, even the partake, which we had with uh, Yoga by Amy, Amy Ganyu, when she was on, it had point three of a percentage so which as we've discussed is still it's that's the same as some foods have yeah you'd get more alcohol by consuming an overly ripe banana apparently Mm -hmm. or some orange juice there's just as much alcohol content in that but there are some i wonder if some of the european ones are strictly no alcohol because i think there's a few like i don't know if it's the heineken non-alcoholic but it's like zero percent yeah, the Heineken like no 0.0. Yeah, we'll have to review that one because I think it's fairly popular. It seems to be everywhere. They have it in the grocery store and, and all that. So maybe we'll review that one. Maybe that'll be our next his and hers. We don't have many left. No. Once that baby comes out, we're putting you right back on to the regular beers. Yes. And of course, we'll always have the special guest of the baby sitting in. Maybe that'll be the first guest after the baby's born. The baby will be the guest. Yeah. Of course, they won't be able to offer much. No. Except for cooing and crying. Can't drink that stuff yet. Right. Now, Britt, we mentioned you just, you came back from Florida. You triumphantly returned from Florida. You saw some gators, as you mentioned in the previous episode with the Press for Time Panini Girls, D and Jules. Yep. Now, this beer you brought from Cigar City Brewing, the Invasion Tropical Pale Ale. Now, is Tampa known as the Cigar City? Did you pick up on that? I have no idea. I know I know, Florida's close well, to Cuba, and then maybe there's like the cigar sort of crosses I over there. I think it's not... Well, I think the closer part to Cuba is the Keys. Yeah, well, Southern... Like Miami has a lot of yeah, Cuban people yeah. in it, so... I don't know. Why? Do you know something I don't? I don't. I was just wondering if you saw... You know, I was wondering, did you have a cigar while you were down there, or... No, I wouldn't have a cigar when I was down there no. for a few reasons. What? The biggest one is I'm not allowed being pregnant. Right. Duh. Right. Two, I don't really like cigars. She doesn't like them. But I was at Disney Springs and mm-hmm. there there was like this cigar shop. Okay, so cigars are kind of like a and thing. And guys were in there. Right. And you could smoke the cigars in there. Was that, Did you see a lot of people smoking cigars or no? No, other than like the guys in that shop and then these two really excited guys outside of it who seemed like overly thrilled that there was a cigar shop. Oh, okay. Like walking by, they're like, whoa, awesome. <laughs> and then I think they went in. God, I hope so with that sort of <laughs> they were like exuberance. Really excited. But other than that, I didn't notice any cigar smoking. Not even at the wedding you were at? No one was smoking no. cigars there? Wow, interesting. I mean, if at a wedding, that's sort of a celebratory cause. Is to, it? 
Yeah, what weddings well, have you been to where people are smoking cigars? I mean, I wouldn't say I've been to a wedding where a lot of people are smoking cigars, but cigars sort of have this sort of popular culture reference of like, oh, it's a celebration. Oh, we just had a baby. Yeah, that you know? used to be a thing, but it's not anymore. Well, you can't it? smoke in hospitals anymore, so that kind of did away with that. You can get chocolate cigars yeah, like <laughs> for when our, babies. When our parents were born, the doctor probably handed a cigar to the father, and they both you know, fired up a cigar right in the like. I don't know if the government hospital. was paying for cigars at that point. No, it would be like the doctor just had his own supply in his oh, like, yeah. little lab coat, you know. I think when we were born, you could still smoke in hospitals. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you could. You could smoke everywhere. Not, yeah. not so much anymore. Maybe that's no. why those guys were so excited because they were like, oh, finally, a cigar shop we can smoke now. Well, it was the U.S., so I don't think they have the same smoking laws as we do anyways. That's true. So how, I don't know. how's the Klaus Toller going down? You're kind of making your way through your sample? Yeah. I mean, I feel full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I don't know. It's all right. Do you, I don't know if I would love it all the time. It's a little too sweet, I think. Yeah. Now, Klaus Toller, what do you think about the calories? There's a, it's 130 calories per can Which of this per pint. Which seems kind of high. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess compared to regular beer, it's not, but... No. It's a little bit less than a regular beer, but it's not much yeah. less. But I think part of the reason those calories might seem high for that non-alcoholic, for a pint of this non-alcoholic beer, is that it does have a little bit more body to it. Like you were saying, it's a little bit sweeter, so it's yeah. you know it's probably get you're getting more calories because there's a bit more flavor there. Do you prefer the non-alcoholic beers that maybe offer something a little bit different? Like you know, I know you don't really like you haven't didn't really like the the dark one that you had, but Mm-mm. would you prefer this one that's sort of just trying to mimic a standard lager, or would you prefer the ones like we had the sa- we had that Berliner Weiss? Oh, uh, I would Supremes. prefer that sour one any day. Okay, so but what I'm saying is like. There seems to be two different streams for non-alcoholic beers. It's like ones that just try to mimic a standard light lager, similar mm-hmm. to this Klaus, Ho- Klaus Holler. Um, and, you know, the, the the other ones we've had, the Coors Edge. Or do you prefer ones that are just trying to do something different with the something non-alcoholic? Something a bit more fun. Yeah. But as long as it's not dark. Yeah. How do you feel? I mean, your can doesn't really have... The Klaus Holler can doesn't really have any interesting no, components. Okay. It's pretty standard. It's just your standard imported looking It's nothing really beer. fun. Now, what do you think about this Invasion Tropical Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing? I think the well, can's kind of fun. Well, it's got a more fun can, for sure. Now, on the, on the can for the Invasion Tropical Pale Ale, it says, Perfect companion for long days of marauding, pillaging, and pirating. Mm. Is pirating a word? I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah, people pirate. But I also often I think of pirating. It's like downloading illegal movies. Yeah, well, maybe they mean that for this too. It's kind of funny when you think about it. Like the origin of that word is like a bunch of men on a boat going around and literally just stealing a bunch of stuff. And it's like now in our society, that means you just download illegal music. Well, they're still pirates. Yeah. We've all seen Captain Phillips. I guess there are still those pirates. But then, see, good point, because, like, do we want to be sort of glamorizing the idea of pirating still? Because there are still pirates who are impacting people like Captain Phillips. Well, I don't think that's what they're trying to do. Poor Tom Hanks. <laughs> Poor Tom Hanks being held hostage. Yeah. And here, and here I am, you know, sort of creating more of a problem by, you know, drinking a beer that's celebrating well, pirating. And pillaging. Yeah. I mean, what is pillaging? Isn't, I thought pillaging is like... Like raiding. Yeah, I think it's just another right? version like of raiding. Like you're going like, somewhere and you're pillaging the village. Like yeah. you're taking everything that they have that's of value. Yeah, that's true. 
Anyway, the beer is going down pretty good. I like the can. It's got like a cool hand like on a it. Hand, yeah. And the hand has a bunch of like nautical uh, tattooing on it. It almost looks like there's some ropes. There's a boat, a sailboat. There's like a little sword there also. But yeah, do not age. Drink fresh. Hmm. Good suggestions. So the beers are going down good. I was going to say Klaus Taller. I went on their website. They're a non-alcoholic branded uh, brewery. Oh, they that's make a they couple do. of different varieties. Um, they make a lemon ale, which I guess is kind of like just this beer, but then it has a little twist. Oh, of I wouldn't lemon. like that. I know. So they make that one, but that's they're only available in Germany. Like on the website, they show them. But we well, know. I guess that should be on our bucket list then. Put that on the bucket list. Can we get there in eighty-eight days? Um, well, we'll have to re we'll have to reconfigure the flight plan for that hot air balloon. We'll go to. It probably makes more sense to stop off in Germany first, then Thailand. Is there anything for real that's on your bucket list? Or has there been anything on a bucket list that you've had that you've done? I don't think so. I don't think I've ever sat down and like written a whole bucket list of things that I want to do. You no, know, no Morgan Freeman in you. No, like there was never. I don't know. I never really feel. I don't really ever get this feeling like I have to do this before I die. But then it's just sometimes like you know when I get an opportunity to go do something, it's like I'm. I would like to do this while mm-hmm. I'm there. Yeah. Like for example. Uh, many years back, we went to Barbados with my family, and when I found out that we were going to be going to Barbados, I thought, this is an opportunity for me to try surfing. So I was like, I, and I accomplished that goal, yeah. you know? So it was like, that wasn't a bucket list thing. I mean, I think I was too young to really have a bucket list even then, but it's sort of like when an opportunity to do something presents itself, it's, for me, it's more just making the most out of mm. that opportunity maybe and, and doing something that you, that you had, like, I never really, it wasn't like I was a 12-year-old kid and thought, oh, I got to go surfing one day. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I'm going to this, you know, Caribbean so this island. this is what I want to do. This is what I'd like yeah. to do while I'm there, as right. opposed to just lying around on the beach all day, which we did do plenty of that as well. But what about you? Have you, is there anything on your bucket uh, list? I don't really have a bucket list today, but I remember, like, when I was younger, like, 18 or 19, I did write some stuff down, the only thing I can remember. And now I find it a bit laughable. But I put on there, like, to run a 5K. Mm-hmm. And it's like, then I've done several since then. Yeah. And now a 5K is, like, so easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I shouldn't say that. That's not necessarily fair. Especially if, if you've never run before, it's not easy. No, it's easy for you. It's Be- not easy. But, but having now done a couple 10K, I've done, like, three 10K races. I've done a half marathon. That I was like, why did I ever set my goal at 5K? Like, I don't know why 5K just seems so huge at, like, 19 years old. Well, I think, <laughs> When I ran a half marathon in my 30s. Yeah, but I think it's because you had to start somewhere. Yeah, fair enough. So if you started... And I do remember, like, the first 5K, I was so slow. Oh, and I rem- I've ran such slow 5Ks before. It is an accomplishment, especially if you're not a runner. So I shouldn't say it's so easy. But once you've done one 5K, I feel like it's pretty easy to do more than that. Yeah. I remember when you first started running, the idea of running a 5K to you seemed like it was a big deal. I know. And that wasn't that long ago. You know, we're talking like maybe seven years ago. Yeah. So it's, you know, like I think it's you have to set your goal somewhat achievable because if your initial goal was to run a marathon, it's hard to just start 
to training to run a no, marathon. No, and I guess you know? that's what you would do. If you're actually going to want to eventually one day run a marathon, you probably would do a few 5K runs, a 10K, mm-hmm. maybe 15 or 12. I think it's you know, if, you, yeah, if you set your heights too high, then it's like if you don't achieve that or if it yeah. t- it'll take you a long time and you might but give up on it. isn't the point of a bucket list to maybe put some of those things I don't know. I should try and find that. I wonder if it's in some sort of diary. Now, this is a good question. Is a bucket list something that you strive to achieve or is a bucket list just something that's like, like, for example, our bucket list of doing the hot air balloon and flying, going to Thailand and like, those are things you just buy. You don't really have to like, I mean, I guess you have to work to get the money to do them. But like running a half marathon, it's like, or a marathon, you need well, to physically train to do that. But I think a point of a bucket list is to also put stuff on there to carve out the time. Because mm. sure, we we could go to Thailand next week well, if we, we wanted we, to. We're going to book after the episode's recording. Yeah. We're going to book that hot air balloon. <laughs> I don't think I have this huge desire for a hot air balloon. No, we're going to go hot air balloon from Guelph. We were Guelph. talking about that last episode. Yeah, we're going things. to Germany. Thailand. I mean, they did around the world in 80 days, and we have eight more days, so I don't see how it's not yeah. achievable. I know? guess just start my mat leave now. Yeah. Start the mat <laughs> leave now. Is there any way we could get the baby out in the next couple days? <laughs> no, it's too early. Okay. Well, I think we're going to work on that. Maybe we're going to take a break, and maybe in the next segment we'll write some things down on our bucket list. We're definitely going to have to make a list of some type, because we got some somewhat big news that's going to require us to maybe make some lists or at least compile some data. So stay tuned for that. We have the Invasion Tropical Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing. For me, for Brit, the Klaus Toller Original Non-Alcoholic from Radenberg Group out of Frankfurt, Germany. Stay tuned. This is the Sudscast. Homemade fillings, a killer sauces, best friendly service for lunch and breakfast. If your downtown Guelph needs something to eat, go press for time. Paninis, daily features, so fun and fresh, locally owned and hot off the press. Coming out with jewels indeed, they'll treat you just like family. Take it to go, come have a seat at press for time. Paninis. And here we go. We're back. Britt's got the Klaus Toller Original Non-Alcoholic from Radenberg Group out of Germany, Frankfurt, Germany. I have the Invasion Tropical Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing in Tampa, Yours Florida. Isn't very doesn't have a bunch of a head on it, eh? No, the carbonation seems to be a little bit low. This is but pretty hot, like, or my glass is just beer glass clean. No, I don't think that's it. Before we get too far back into our samples we're having here on the Sudscast... It's time for us to do what we do every episode after the break. Drop to our knees, throw our hands up, and look to the sky and wonder, what did we get wrong? Well, wrongs. In the previous episodes, it's time for another enlightening edition of Brit's Bit. Brit? (laughs) So, (laughs) I think everyone better get ready to go out and get some ice cream because you're going to want some because yeah. I do now. Like if you're pregnant and you have an ice cream craving? <laughs> I feel like I'm getting one now. That's because you keep researching ice cream flavors for the podcast. Yeah. You're talking about tin roof ice cream. Yeah. Which I guess started out as a sundae. So it was a sundae made of vanilla ice cream with chocolate and then you'd scatter red skin Spanish peanuts over top. 
Okay, so we were talking about this last episode. Jules brought this up, I think. Yeah, so now they've made that Jules into an, they've made that into an ice cream. Okay, and I think now sometimes they'll do the peanuts as chocolate covered. Chocolate covered peanuts. Yeah, and Grammy's covered. I've never heard of this flavor, but yeah, boy, so they talked. They someone brought this up last Ooh, episode man. too about Gram- I want this Grammy's cupboard. It's called. Well, I think Grandma's, but this company they call it Grammy's cupboard. Yeah, because we were talking about nuts and ice cream. Yeah, but oh man, this one. Okay, hit me with it. Vanilla ice cream with brownies, cookie dough, and a perfect peanut butter ribbon. Hmm. Brownies and cookie dough? Yeah. That seems odd, doesn't it? Oh, I don't know. It sounds pretty good to me. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the idea of a brownie and a cookie and peanut butter together sounds great. I'm just saying, does it doesn't really make sense what's, overall. What's your favorite ice cream? That's a good question. I tend to go for like pretty savory sweet. I, I mean, we had some really good ice cream a few weeks back that's just chocolate with peanut butter in it. It was very good from Quartha Lakes. They do, mm, they do it yeah. right. I, I like peanut butter and ice cream, and chocolate peanut butter is pretty good. I've got, like, quite a few favorites, I think. I know you do. Cookie dough. Tell us what they are. Yeah. Cookie dough for sure is mm. up there. Mint chip is always a good one. Yeah, mint chip is good. And uh, I think I'm kind of craving tiger tail. Yeah, but you're not going to find tiger tail anywhere. Well, you have to go somewhere and get it. I don't think they sell it in containers. They used to. When we were kids, they used to sell that tiger tail. But, oh, I could go, but I'm not supposed to have licorice. It's probably fake licorice. Anyway. <laughs> we'll just go get pick up some Grammy's Cupboard. We'll go get some Grammy's Cupboard. But before we do, we have to say thanks, Britt, for letting us know about those ice cream flavors that we didn't quite have right. We knew that they knew the names, but we maybe didn't know what, exactly what the ingredients were. Although the Grammy's Cupboard one, there was no peanuts in that. No, but maybe that's just this company's take. Anyway. Okay. That was the first thing that came up on Google. I have to say, though, tin roof, mm, I don't know. I wouldn't go for what's it. What's the tin roof component of I don't it? know. Like you dropping peanuts on a roof or something? I have no clue. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, thanks again for another enlightening. Sort of enlightening. Somewhat enlightening Brit's bit. And in, if anything, sort of hunger-inducing Brit's bit. We're going to move back into the reviews. Well, the sampling, I should say. Klaus Toller original non-alcoholic for the pregnant Brit and the very not pregnant Drew. I have the <laughs> Invasion Tropical Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing Co. Now, Brit, I mentioned, I sort of teased before the break that we had to start compiling a list. And do you know why? No. Sort of a good news, bad news thing. Good news, the Sudscast has come into a little bit of cash. Oh, right. Yeah. We're flush. We're in the black. We don't have any of this money yet. Needless to say, we got quite a windfall on the money front. How, you might be You're asking? you it sound like we won the lotto or we got some big sponsor. How, you might be asking? show. Pretty simple. A great aunt died. The great, great aunt Sudsma. She passed away and, you know, she left the Sudscast quite a bit of cashola. And what better way to spend some found money than on some sweet, sweet swag of Sudscast products to give away as free gifts to guests who come on the podcast. So my question to you, Britt, is what type of swag should we be emblazoning with the Sudscast logo? Oh, that's a tough one. I have some suggestions here. Do you want me to do the suggestions? Maybe yeah. jog your memory up? Now, we've done this one before, but they always turn out pretty good t-shirts. Yeah. Like, if you're a guest, do you want a t-shirt? No. Well, why not? Because I find, you know, it's like, I don't know. 
I think people just always get, it's like, oh, you do this fun run, you get a t-shirt. Right. You go to this thing, you get a t-shirt. And then eventually people are just like, I don't want these t-shirts. Yeah, it's like, they're almost kind of a disposable item. Yeah. Also, then it becomes tricky because you have to get like multiple sizes yeah. and stuff. And... T-shirts are fine for you to wear. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So maybe not t-shirts. Moving right along in the clothing, what about hats? We haven't done hats. Yeah. Like you get a nice dad hat. Maybe. You don't like the dad hat. Yeah, no, but they're not for me. They're for guests, so. I think a hat's a little much. Not even a toque? I think it's a little much. It's a little much. How so? Well, people really have to love the Suns cast. To wear, to wear a, a hat. hat. Yeah, that's true. See, that's why a toque is nice, because it's kind of just like a utility, utilitarian item. Yeah. Like, you need it because it's cold. A hat, most people, it's like a fashion item now. They're not wearing it to block the sun out anymore. Like, people used to wear hats. That's what I mean. Hats. So, I feel like... I guess it would be a baseball hat. You'd have to be too hat. committed. Now, I saw some bucket hats online. Oh, God. The bucket hat. I think the bucket hat's coming back. I think it's, it's like... It's been back. I don't like it. I never really liked it either. They don't beer, suit me, but... The beer big companies were giving those out in their two-fours, I'm pretty I sure. I remember that, yes. Molson had some in their two-fours. Okay, so, no shirts, no hat. I mean, I think we're kind of removing away from clothing altogether. So, then, there's not a lot left. I mean... We could go pens, Sudscast pen. Everyone needs a pen. Yeah, pens aren't bad. But it is kind of that thing where it's like pens are like a dime a dozen too, you know? It's just going to yeah. get lost. Oh, like, yeah. What's the point? Do you have any? Anything that you can think of? What about a lanyard? A lanyard? <laughs> Sorry, you were trashing pens is not useful? <laughs> Who's using a lanyard these I days? I used one. Are we going to have a lot of janitors on the <laughs> podcast? Need to put their keys on something. A lot of keys. You use a lanyard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> lanyard. That's that is a pretty good one. Like <laughs> that would be pretty cool to have a Sudscast logoed lanyard. I just don't know. Like, what will we go down to Frosh Week and give them out to kids? Yeah, all week. Yeah. Orientation week. Orientation week. Hey kids, uh, here, throw your dorm keys on on the uh, the old lanyard. Yeah. And the kids would be like, "What's a podcast?" No, they know what a podcast. Is. Okay, lanyard. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> lanyard. I have some other ones. What about uh, uh, those beer koozies? Remember we were talking about that? Oh, yeah. That? I think that's probably the best one. That'd be a good one. I think, but you, I saw some uh, on some merchandise websites, but they're like that kind of thin one. I think those are fine. Yeah, they're okay, I guess. I don't know. I think, I don't know, that wedding I went to where all they served was the Cigar City Brewing beer. That was the favor. Oh, it was like, yeah, it was a little beer koozie. Yeah. I just think that those ones are a little bit too thin. I like the old style ones they used to have in the like 90s the and 80s. Yeah, they're like foam and it was like a half inch thick foam. Yeah. I felt like I kind of liked those ones more. Well, I guess that's, yeah. But I think out of all the things you've suggested, that to me makes the most sense. Well, hold on because I have more suggestions. Oh, no. Now, we talked about maybe glassware, like getting, you know, we got some nice Sudscast sample glasses with some nice like etching on them. Should we do that or is that is that another? Well, these ones were, I mean, it depends what, if you're really blowing the bank, these were well, not, great <laughs> these aunt, are pricey. Great Aunt Sudsma left quite a lot of money, so. Yeah, but we need that money for our future retirement plan. Upwards of a cup, the podcast <laughs> is the retirement plan, I thought. Yeah, you need the, you need to save that money so when you quit your job and do this full time, <laughs> we have some earnings. Okay, so beer koozies, but maybe like. The thicker foam ones. I mean, I'd even be okay with the thin ones. I'll just write down foam ones. The thin ones seem to be more prevalent, but I'm going to write down foam. 
decide. You that. can still get them because I do have one. Yeah, so you got one, but mm-hmm. I got to figure out where I can get more of them. Okay, I got another one here. What about a fidget spinner? You can get your Those own were logo so twenty seven. So fidget spinners are no good. They're out. I don't think anyone uses a fidget spinner anymore. Yeah, that's true. You don't really see anybody like walking around just fidget spinning mm-hmm. about, do you? Phone case. <laughs> A phone case. Oh, okay. How many, But that would be tough, though, because people, know, so many people have different, different phones. phones. We and already, then again, you'd have to really like it. We already got some stickers on. made, so maybe we just get different stickers or, like, different size stickers, possibly. Whatever Get some, want. like, circular ones. Um, I have some others. Mouse pad. <laughs> oh, my God, no. Remember when you used to be, <laughs> people used to give you mouse pad with like branded yeah. content on it? I still use a mouse pad at work. Yeah, I mean, if you're at a computer all day, you probably yeah. are using a mouse pad. So, hey, maybe it's not the worst idea. But people wouldn't want those at work. But again, like, how did that ever really work as an advertising front? Your mouse is on it all the time. Your and hands honestly, over top of the mouse. Eventually, it rubs off. Well, it's just like Depends you're, ne- you're never looking at it. No, but I think it's one of those cheap things that. Yeah, it was just like, hey. Subliminally, it, maybe. They're easy to make, and I don't even think it was subliminal. I think it was just, it was like almost like the company that manufactured logo branding uh, like products were like, "Hey, what about mouse pads?" So like, sure, and then everybody just started buying them, not realizing that they probably weren't working that well as far as advertising went. It was just like free promotional stuff. Uh, What about a blanket? Get a nice Sudscast blanket. (laughs) Well, that's very excessive. Yeah, well, you know, you're like. Hanging out by your fireplace. You've just been a guest on the podcast and you're a little bit chilled. So you're like, oh, man, I can really use a blanket. Good thing. Check your gift bag. Sudscast blanket. I mean, if you're going to give a blanket, just give them a robe and slippers while you're at it. Oh, slippers. That's a good one. I'm going to write that down. Slippers. Sliders. Those like kind of. Those cheapy hotel ones. Yeah, cheapy hotel ones. Oh, we never stay in hotels nice enough that even have slippers. Yeah, no, I don't know why you just called those cheapy hotel ones. I think you mean fancy hotel ones? I guess some spas. Yeah. I guess, yeah, if you went to a spa, you'd probably be getting those like slide on slippers. Uh, The last one I have here is slap bracelets. Remember those? Yeah. You'd like slap on your wrist and then like now it's a bracelet. Yeah, but I feel like. The kids are doing weird stuff with those bracelets. What are they doing with them? Not the slip. Maybe they don't use the slap ones, but there was that whole thing with uh, all those like jelly bracelets. Different colors mean different things. Oh, yeah. It's I used to be able to get ones for like charity groups too. Like the Livestrong was the first one. Lance Armstrong's Livestrong bracelet. Yeah, no, but I'm talking about they're different than that. They were mm. other bracelets that kids would wear. And well, no, we're not talking about those. I was talking about slap bracelets. Yeah, I know, but then I don't know. Are slap bracelets like that? I mean, I'm, I mean, it was more of a joke because I don't think you <laughs> oh, can even okay. buy slap bracelets anymore, can you? Yeah, I think, but what adult's going to wear a slap bracelet? <laughs> I'd wear one. They're pretty cool. Okay. It's almost like a fidget spinner, then. too. It's like reassuring. You kind of like slap it on your wrist. Pull it out straight again, slap it on the wrist again. Get one for yourself. Didn't they get in trouble because like parents were hitting their kids with the slap bracelets? Oh my gosh, no, I don't think so. I thought there was something like that. Next idea. Well, that was my last idea. Do you have any other ones though? Like, what about um, bandanas? We could do a bandana or... Dog bandana would be better. Oh, dog bandana. But then the guest has to have a dog or a cat. It could be easily a cat bandana. Well, then you only give it to the ones you have dogs. Do cats wear bandanas? I don't think they've caught on for cats. Do cats even wear collars? Yeah, because, yeah, if they're outdoor cats. Hmm. Right? I didn't even think cats wore collars. I think their necks are always just so fat. Yeah. 
I don't know if we're still fit. It's just <laughs> there's no point because the cat's not going to come anyway. And well, I think if they're outside, yeah, right, like your name's on it. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think we got some decent ideas. The lanyard we have, slippers, and uh, foam beer koozie. Those might be or coolie. We never did discover. Is it coolie no, or coolie? No, I think what the, the, that's my top suggestion. Lanyard being number one for you, so you can put <laughs> no, your keys on there. The koozie is the top suggestion. Okay. I mean, we already have some stuff. We have stickers and, uh, oh, coasters. We have coasters for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But do you think people would want a coaster? I don't think people Like really just one coasters. coaster as a guest? No. No, okay. So that's not worth it. All right. Well, those are some good ideas. And, hey, if you're listening to this episode, hit us up on the Instagram account. Hit us up on the Gmail account, sudsbeercast.gmail.com. Let us know what type of merch should we be creating to give away as gifts to guests. And then maybe you could be a guest. Yeah, and hey, if you want to be on the podcast, let us know that too. And you maybe would get that merch. Yeah, so if you know if you're thinking like, "Ooh, I'd like to be a guest," my merch suggestions can I'll change. I'll sort of slant my my swag suggestion for something that I want, like a lanyard or a luggage tag, Sudscast themed luggage tag. Oh yeah, I'm gonna write that one down too. Luggage tag. Is there three G's in luggage? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not all in a row. No, not all in a row. Imagine if it was luggage. <laughs> well, we're coming to the end of the episode, Bert. It's a his and hers. I have, again, the Invasion Tropical Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing out of Tampa, Florida. Special gift brought back from Brit's trip to Florida. And Brit, you have the Klaus Thaler Original Non-Alcoholic from Radenberger Group in Frankfurt, Germany. But that's available in our local liquor stores. $2 for a pint of that non-alcoholic brew. Brit... I think it's time you give your review of the Klaus Toller original non-alcoholic. Is it a thrill, will, or a swill? I think like a will minus. Just a will minus? Yeah. Not even, a, not even a will? No, like, I don't know if I would go out and buy this, but maybe if I was at a bar and they had this like on tap as a non-alcoholic, I'd probably get it. Mm-hmm. It's a little too sweet, I think, for me. Okay. It's a little too bit sweet. too sweet. Yeah. You know, the can doesn't really offer anything. No, like it just looks like a normal import to me. Yeah. Okay, Drew. So is it a thrill, will, or a swill? I think, oh man, you said a will minus. I think I'm going to have to give this Invasion Tropical Pale Ale, I think I'm going to have to give it a will minus also. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of low. Now, the part of the reason for that is I think it's just... I liked the beer. I thought it was good. I think if you're comparing this to just an everyday drinkable beer that you could get from the U.S., like, it's better than that. But I also think there's a bit of a bastardization going on here where they've sort of taken something that's supposed to be, I don't know, it's supposed to be like a dry hopped and, you know, pale ale, like a specialty pale ale, tropical pale ale. And it's like, this sort of seems like we've taken that recipe idea, but we're going to mass produce it. And I think part of what I get, I'm getting from that is that it's kind of it has a bit of a mass-produced flavor, mm. that it doesn't really have like a strong body, and right. some of the tropical notes are, aren't maybe as strong as they could be. I like the can design; I think it's pretty cool. Uh, the logo for Cigar City Brewing is nice. One thing that we didn't talk about, we talked about it um, leading up to the podcast, but we forgot to mention it earlier, is this Cigar City Brewing. They're They've kind of been consistent. They've opened in 2007 and they've kind of been consistently rated one of the top breweries in North America. No, the world. Oh, okay. The world. But um, on rate beer. On rate beer. Yeah. Like they've kind of been in the top five or seven in the last several years. So 
it would be pretty wild to go check them out, but I think it's just a will minus for me. Like I said, there's nothing particularly like special and shocking about it. I think it does a decent job, but as I said, it sort of feels, has this sort of mass produced vibe to it. And it's probably quite a large brewery down there. I mean, in Tampa, uh, they're pretty synonymous in Florida from what, from what I gathered. Um, so will minus for me, will minus for Brit. Brit, we're at the end of the episode. It's another his and hers as we move along through the pregnancy. We're going to have to just do it, just you and I, singing our parody of Beer okay. by Real Big Fish. Here we go. If you're listening to this podcast, baby, come on back next week for more. And we said, it's okay, guys, because you know we'll be good friends and we'll say, go and grab yourself a beer.